every one of us in this space of online course creation, online education is getting inundated with the same message about ChatGPT from multiple sources. And these sources are saying things like, use ChatGPT to create a course in five minutes and then make $5,000 or create your product with ChatGPT and then put it out there. And no, I haven't bought these courses, but I know that there are people out there who are creating products with ChatGPT and not putting any thought into the effects of that. In this podcast, we're going to go over some of the ways to use ChatGPT and some of the ways not to use ChatGPT in your education products. And we're going to talk about some of the ways that you, as a person, are more valuable than a robot, than an artificial intelligence to the people who follow you. So let's get into the show. Welcome to the Online Course Elevator Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Lyon, and we're here to help online educators transform the lives of their students while also growing a business that gives them freedom and purpose in their lives. All right, welcome back. Before we jump in, I want to tell you something that I'm really excited about. First off, I have, I took a little bit of time off. I just needed to uh, clear the brain. Also, the fall is my favorite time of year. That's when I want to spend my weekends out doing things and hiking and all that kind of stuff. And so I basically just took some of the fall off to to just enjoy and and really kind of think about my business and, and what I wanted to do from here. But in that time, I also created my first free product, and I'm really excited about it. And if you're creating a course and you've made your lead magnet before or, or you made your first workshop or something like that, you you probably know just how fulfilling it is to finally have something finished after all the writing and the testing and the and, and everything there and the recording and the editing. So I have a free gift for you, which is that product. I'm right now I'm just calling it creating courses that your audience actually wants. It's not the best name. <laughs> I'm not in love with it. But I wanted to go with something that was self-explanatory and just said exactly what I was trying to help you accomplish. Create courses that your audience actually wants. So I want to give that to you for free. It's at courseelevator.com backslash create. It is basically a free, I would call it a mini course. Just a free course. I, there's no call to action on the end of it yet. There will be eventually, but this is just something that I wanted to put out because this is the culmination of what I've seen people ask about the podcast and, and the episodes and the, and the content that I've seen people most engage with and the questions that they ask. It's just a gap that I see that really needs to be filled. So I made it and, and I'm really excited about it. So I'd love if you went and checked it out. Let me know how you enjoyed it. There's a place to do that. And yeah, it's courseelevator.com backslash create. All right, jumping into using ChatGPT. Before we we start this off, I just want to state for the record that I love ChatGPT. I pay for the premium subscription. I use it for a lot of things. It helps me brainstorm. It helps me create structures. It helps me create 
templates and and write ad copy and and things like emails and things like that. But it is not me. It is not the culmination of my experiences. It doesn't know everything about me. It can't talk the way that I talk. It cannot understand contextually what I want it to all of the time. And so we need to understand that before we just go out there and ask it to do something like create a course. And that's what this episode is about. It's it's not about not using ChatGPT. It's about using ChatGPT and other AIs like it in the right way. So we're going to talk about basically just three areas that we need to be really careful about our business when we're using something like ChatGPT. And for each one of these, I will give some good ways and some bad ways that people are utilizing this little robo wizard. So the first one is authenticity. And this really shouldn't be much of a surprise because it's a robot. We're a person. It does not have human experiences, guys. It is not you. It has information from the internet, which through very complex algorithms, formulas, it can understand. And yes, it can understand things more contextually than a Google search. But as we'll talk about in a minute, there's more context to you as a human and more context that you have to provide than it can. So it is it is a robot. It is regurgitating information back to you and able to analyze it in a way that it can logically discuss it. It can adjust, it can do all of that, but it has not learned. It has not gone out there and tried to do something and failed and failed and failed and failed and then came back and did it right and was able to go, look what I did. It is only able to tell you what it knows from the information that we've put out there. You know, people come to us to learn because of our experience. They come to listen to what we've been through, not just some textbook knowledge. If that were the case, I would be a lot cleaner on these podcasts because I would just be reading off of a script that ChatGPT wrote for me. And honestly, even if that worked, I don't think I'd feel good about that because I didn't put that out there. I didn't write that. I'm just taking knowledge basically from a textbook and reading it or recording it or putting it in a PDF and giving it to people. And I'd rather be authentic about the experiences that I've had and the way that I've done things and even my failures. So adding authenticity is something that ChatGPT just cannot do. It is always going to come off robotic. Now I'm sure oh, one day, sure, they'll fix that somehow. But for right now, Let's let's just stick in the now right now. And it cannot be a person. Now, how do you still utilize ChatGPT, but add authenticity? ChatGPT is great at making things like outlines and and even helping you brainstorm, like inputting questions and information and asking it to help you come up with ideas is a great use for it. It's really good at that. Now you're going to take those and you're going to make them more authentic to yourself. 
You're not just going to go with whatever it tells you because, again, that is not you. ChatGPT can also interview you about your experience, which is really cool because you can put those experiences that you've had into this machine and it can spit out ways to use that or come up with blog titles or blog ideas or whatever it was that you put in there. It can help you to add that to your content or to your sales or or to the course. And I think that's really great because personally for me, sometimes I forget like, oh yeah, that would have been a really cool story to tell. In fact, right now I'm going back through a lot of the things that I did working for courses and just looking at some of the problems that I faced. What were some of the things that I solved? What were the things I didn't solve? So you can use ChatGPT to help you maybe catalog that and, and kind of remind you to put that in there, but you can't expect it to have that experience itself. And the second thing we're going to talk about is context. The context of our knowledge and our experience together is what makes us so valuable to people. If I just sat again, if I just sat here talking about facts and and telling you the figures of online courses and and the steps to take and everything like and I had no context to it. I didn't understand what I was saying. I didn't have stories to go off of. I didn't have experience to share. I didn't have a, well, this works for some people, but it didn't work for me. Then it wouldn't be as valuable. I need to be able to give those examples. I need to be able to share things that I failed at or that I was really good at or that, that worked for us. And the first thing I think about is, I don't know if you've experienced this, you probably have, but when you've got a really specific Google search and, and you're really trying to find an answer to a question and all that comes up are like SEO friendly articles phrased in different ways to match that search. And you're just like, this is not what I wanted. Okay, I'm going to add. So so generally I go and I add like the word Reddit to the front of the search phrase because that will usually come up with an actual human question who had something that that can help me. But this is what ChatGPT is doing. And so it, without it having that human experience, it doesn't have the context to share, to really give experience. And, and I don't know another word besides context, guys. It can't relate, okay? It can't relate to other people and what they're going through. And so how would you add context? This is actually, I had a hard time answering this question because to me, if you're teaching something, you need to be able to add context about it. You need to have some kind of experience. You need to be able to talk about it, to compare your life or your experience to other people's experiences. And the only thing that I kind of came up with is, well, you could compile a list of the questions that people are asking you that your audiences are coming to you with. You could feed that into ChatGPT and you could ask it to analyze it and suggest ways that you could give answers to those questions, suggest ways that you could help these people. You know, think of it kind of like a digital assistant or digital copywriter. 
I mean, it, it's really there to, it's really going to help you with those kinds of things, those administrative or I guess even some of the creative tasks, but it's not able to relate to other people through their, through its experience. And the third area that I include is relational product development. And this is one of the best things about the space that we're in is that creating our products is interactive. We get to grow and change our business as our audience. We learn more about our audience and they need more from us. And that is what is so great because you don't have the ability to do that with a lot of products. Toyota cannot go back to 2016 and adjust their Toyota Corolla. But I can go back and I can make a new module in my course. I can add something that I've learned into my program. And all my people who have lifetime access to those programs and courses and things are going to get that. And so the relational product development, if you're using chat, something like ChatGPT to create educational content, and let's say you decide, hey, I'm going to use this. I don't know anything really about stock trading, but I'm going to make a stock trading guide and I'm going to sell it. I'm going to make money. Okay, so let's say you you make it far enough that you're actually selling it. And then you start to get questions. People start to say, well, well, I'm in this situation. I bought this stock and I, I've got these investments and I'm really trying to get this. What would you suggest for me? You can't answer that. You can go put, try and put that into ChatGPT, but ChatGPT isn't real-time data. So you really can't answer that. So what are you going to do now? Now you, you come off, you have to skirt that question or, or something like that. And I just think that's wrong. Like, I just think that sucks because you've basically put something out there that you knew nothing about. And people bought it because they trusted you. And now you can't really help them any further. And so that really kind of brings a stick to our space, to our products, to, to the whole online course creator space and, and what we're trying to do, which is serve people through education, to have a different education framework than we've had. So I really encourage you not to just use ChatGPT to write an entire product, to go out there and explore. And actually, that free course that I told you about at the beginning, that is all about this. That is all about relational product development. It is really about how you go out and find your audience and listen to them and gather data from them and figure out what your niche is going to be. I say your ability to listen and build with your audience is what's going to make you successful. As a personal brand, that's one of our strengths, is our ability to listen and build with our audience. Now, you can put these questions that your audience asks you as you're building and you're growing into ChatGPT, and you can ask it to, hey, remember this, remember this. And then you can say something, you can actually do a command where it's like, hey, tell me, based on the information I've given you, what are some options I have? Like, cross-reference these, Consider the pain points of, of these questions and give me some ideas on products that I could make that would serve these people, that would help them. And, and it can do that really, really well because it is a robot. So 
that's a really great way to feed that information in somewhere and get some ideas coming out. But don't start with it. Don't just assume it can write everything for you. It can build it all for you. Use it as the tool that it is to to really analyze and and remember things to help you create structures and frameworks. And so this is the last one. We will we'll end on this one. I hope this didn't count, sound like a chat GPT bashing episode because I like I said at the beginning, I I really enjoy this tool. It helps me a lot. It speeds things up. As a solopreneur, I like that I I can just say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Give me some ideas. And and it can tell me. Because something I don't get to do a whole lot is brainstorm with other people. All right. I hope this episode helped you. I hope it didn't make it harder to create your product or create your course. I hope that it just kind of put some things in perspective and helped you understand how we should be using tools like ChatGPT and other AI tools versus the responsibility that we have to still be ourselves and build a personal brand and and teach people on something that we actually know and can help with. Don't forget that free training at courseelevator.com backslash create. I'd love for you to go check that out. It is something that will be iterative. You will see. You can give me feedback. You can say, man, this was awful. I did not get this. And that will help me a ton. Or if you did get it, uh, tell me why. Tell me how it was helpful. Tell me what what unlocked for you through this training if it did. I just want to know so I can make it better. And that's what I think we should all be doing so that we can all just continue serving the people that we serve, the audiences that we love and that we work with. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. It is a humongous pleasure just to be here in your ear to spend a little bit of time with you. And I will see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this track, you can check out the artist Mountaineer on Upbeat. The track title is Check It Out.